All right. So last week we did Faith, uh, which was really good. It's good stuff. And then we have um, PC with us today. Come on. And um, love it. You had the idea of taking the roof off. Love. Absolutely. Love. So let's do it. So why? Just curious why. (laughs) Why that word? Um, because there's so much talk of love, and particularly with you guys, and even just relationally, the stuff that's happening in our house is to me is cool. Yeah. Because there's different expressions of love and, and it's deeper and it's more real. And you guys are very, which this is my household, is very touchy-feely. We're, we're huggers. Uh, I grew up in a household like that. Pop did not. Um, so, But we have a house and he is very much that way. And so everyone that comes into our family ends up that way. No. Because we just, you know. So I just thought it'd be cool. Because I just, it's an interesting subject. Because love is different sometimes than we think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Neil, my husband. He's <laughs> not my pop. pop. He's their pop. We were the pops. <laughs> but he's my man. Yeah. So. I love that. All right. So where do you guys want to start? I mean, there's there's God is love. There's right. faith worketh through love. There's faith, hope, and love. And the greatest is love. Right from the first can, get-go. Can, we, can we start in a place that we feel like there is a box on love? There's like, a box on love. Like, well, we Jackie brought up one. Do you want to do that one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'll go anywhere with it. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Jackie brought up in here, she said, you know, where it says like, what is it? Love your enemies. Love, Love your enemies. enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. it's like, how do you how do you do that? And who is our enemy? Yeah, I like that. And then why? Why should we? Like, they don't deserve it. Like, why should we love our enemies? Because like, God is love. Okay. Okay. But I think we we grow up in these these almost like it's attached to to love. Well, love is when you're being nice to someone. Yeah. Love is yeah. when they can feel that you like them, that you think they're good, that whatever. All, always positives, which love is. Right. But I mean, if if raising our kids and, you know, two of you have children, if all you ever did was what felt like love to mm. them, would you really be loving them? Oh, that's true. So, I mean, even enemies, like, I don't call people my enemies because, I mean, God, when you call things that, then that's the way you react to them. Right. right? Um, but Words if matter. If it's people that maybe that you don't know yet, or people that have mistreated you, mm-hmm. um, love will kind of turn people's behaviors. Mm. I think that's the thing: is love is like a seed; it'll it'll change mm. people. Mm. And so it doesn't mean like go all up and hug them, and they're like beating you up and smacking you down, and and you're just trying to hug them. That's just stupid, right. you know. Mm-hmm. But attitude, because doesn't everything start with an attitude? That's really it's good. good. So you know, a motive a feeling of the heart. inside a thought or a feeling comes from what's happening inside. Yeah. I mean, Gavin is teaching a lot about the interior and how we're built. Yeah. And if we think about it, if God is love and we're made in his image, aren't we made to love? Right. Ooh, that's but good. we just need to learn our whole life. I think you learn your whole life what love. Yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah. I was in a Nova class and um, it was a calm class and it was very diverse. We had Muslims, we had Sikhs, we had believers, non-believers. And the first assignment was everyone split into groups and everyone just agree on one thing. Mm-hmm. And the whole class that. agreed on this one thing: we all valued being loved. Seriously, yeah. that was the one thing wow. right. across the board: Muslims, atheists. This. Yeah. this. Why, why do you think that? Yeah, uh, I think kind of you said. I think mm-hmm. there's something about being loved that you, for me, we're built for it. Well, you, you get you feel valued, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I think right. there's something about mm-hmm. when you know you're loved, mm-hmm. you feel safe. You feel right. Like mm-hmm. even yeah. like you know Nate and I are fathers. Like I can tell when my son knows he yeah. like, he's loved. Like right. his level of trust is insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll jump off anything, you know. Yeah. Right. Where you you have that you know you just feel valued. You feel comforted. You feel I would say complete. Right. Yeah. Like you said, we're 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 made in the image of God. And if He is yeah. love, we're 
we're supposed to be completed in love, or I think First John says like perfected in love. It's good, yeah. But yeah, well, what like what what's the importance of feeling completed? Like, is it just so I can feel good throughout the morning or at night? Like, what's the point of that? Like, when you actually feel completed, how does that actually help you in life? Well, I think I mean I think that's kind of the the journey that everyone's on. Mm. They're looking for I'll say the word satisfaction mm. or pleasure, you know, and like you know we've talked about it here before where it's like. You think you can get in other things, but a lot of times those things only go for a little bit. Alcohol, porn, mm. the world, you know, being loved by someone else, mm. you know, where only God can fully satisfy. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. there's just, I think that's, I don't know, that's that makes really sense. Good. No, no, that makes sense. What do, yeah. what do you guys think? I think completion is simpler than w- what we think. You know, like, we, you hear phrases like, oh, I'm just finding myself. Or, yeah. right. you know, go and find yourself. And I think some of that is so tied up in God that it's, the power, and this is what Jesus thought, really when you lose your life is when mm-hmm. you actually find it. Oh gosh, and so yeah. I think you kind of hit on it, Abel, is, you know, like, Judah, when he, you can tell he knows he's loved because of the level of trust. Yeah. When you feel safe, when you let your guard down, and I think that's some of what you can see in households where the children just know that they're accepted, loved, and um, they just feel surrounded. And I think completion is kind of tied up in that. When, when you are able to let your hair down and be yourself. Not always thinking, how am I feeling? Are these people liking me? I right. think wow. that that's a trick on the planet is to try and get all the ducks in a row, get mm. everything lined yeah. up. Like, is Very everybody true. happy with me? Am I doing okay? Am I performing correctly? That takes us out of our real self mm-hmm. wow. and causes us to perform as humans rather than to be. Yeah. Wow. You know, to just be. I mean, we are human. So why do we hate our humanity so much? Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. Can you take the roof off, lose your life so you can gain it? Um, lose your life doesn't mean like literally, okay, I have to get rid of everything. Now, if God tells us to, or mm-hmm. we get an impression like, you know, like Mother Teresa, I mean, she did that by the power of God. Oh, wow. She, she, nobody told her to do that. It wasn't even her doctrine that told her to do that. It was her heart and her relationship with God. But I think losing our lives is just the more that we begin to do kind of like what First Corinthians 13, you know, like love, mm-hmm. love thinks of other people. Love thinks the best. Yeah. I heard in a podcast recently, uh, you know, from another group. Of course, you guys are my favorite podcast, <laughs> but, um, but from another podcast. And, and I heard the woman say, just be kind. And, you know, like when people tick you off, think the best. Mm-hmm. Like, is it possible they didn't intend mm. to make you angry or to hurt you? Yeah. They just were human. Yeah. And so acted a little funky. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't we all do that? Yeah. I mean, not every time I'm jerky, I'm not trying to be jerky always. Sometimes I just for whatever reason feel funky. Yeah. And then but if we're surrounded with people that know us and can read the signs of if we're in a cuckoo place, you know, like you all, if I was acting not like myself, you'd come and say, Are you are you okay? Right. Mm. You know, and, and you might just hug me. Mm-hmm. Knowing that that would do something. Mm. I mean, that's kind of a losing your life thing. You're just, you're not even thinking about, now what's wrong with PC? Is she thinking bad of me? What's going on? You know, it's Mm. more, is she okay? I don't think she's okay. No, that makes sense. So that kind of like, I think we always make big deals. Don't we make everything a big deal? (laughs) And I think life is simpler. Not always easy, but simpler Mm. than some of how we play it. Wow. Especially in Christianity, my gosh, we make everything a rule of law, like if you're really a good Christian. Right. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Jesus would not say that to us. Mm-hmm. Do you think right. Jesus would say that to us? Right. If you're really being a good girl today. I mean, because he had days. 
Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Who's human? <laughs> yeah. So Anyways, the, that losing does that well, answer? life is like you get rid of you lose my bad. You guys still love me? Yeah. yeah okay. All right. <laughs> Sound guy. Uh, the mic was out of my face. So lose your life is like kind of get rid of your own agenda. Well, even just letting it go. Oh, even just yeah. letting. Oh, wow. Okay, got you it. You know, like letting it go, like Ooh, letting good. our lives go. You know, it makes me think of uh, when Jesus is talking about. I think John fifteen talks about there is no greater love mm-hmm. that. There's nothing greater than to lay your life down for a friend. Right. Yeah. And it's like love looks like letting go. Even like for God to love the world that he gave. It's like there's mm-hmm. just letting go. And it's so funny. I, when you were talking, I almost got lost because I was thinking, you're saying things, but I was thinking of when I was getting on, when I was driving on 66 mm-hmm. and they're, they're just throwing cones anywhere. They're throwing cones <laughs> the middle. They throw cones yeah. like this candy on Halloween. They're just like, here's a cone. You want to go? And so these poor cars are coming over and they have no merge. They have no uh, yield. And I kind of saw it coming. So I was kind of aware of it, but this car didn't see me. So he just starts whoa, coming over like he's going to hit me. And I was like, what the heck are you doing for like two seconds? And I saw and I stopped and I was immediately like, God, I just, I bless him. I mm. let go of the judgment. Yeah. I seriously, I was like, I let go of the yeah. judgment. Mm. I th- I'm going, I'm on my way to do what I love. Like, I don't want to carry this rest of my life. So I let it go. Yeah. And I was, I wasn't thinking I'm going to love this person. In fact, I definitely wasn't thinking right. I love that right. person or the construction mm-hmm. people who are doing this. But I was like, yeah. I let it go. And it was, there was such a freedom and, and I felt mm-hmm. like there was such a power in like just blessing them and praying for them. But I wasn't connecting the two of like, love looks like letting go until right. And uh, you you started talking I'm like yeah. oh my gosh I was I was having to do that this morning talk about loving your enemies I was like golly dude. yeah that's good I was well, letting go well, what's the power there though of like because you had said that I, freedom I, and power showed up I think it's if I didn't do that then I would have I would have only been doing as good as he was driving I, that's would have been my my whole morning oh my been gosh like, I would have been I would have been holding on to how good can you drive. And if you can't drive good, then I'm not feeling good. Then it affects but you. But the second I'm willing Ooh. to let go of it, then I, I'm I'm doing as good as whatever I'm embracing, whatever I'm holding on to. And I, I'm embracing the fact that he's forgiven. Nate, that's so good. You know? And I wasn't yeah. thinking about this in the time, but like, I just, I, the second it happened, I was like, I don't want to feel like this the rest of my day. You yeah. know? I don't want to think, I don't want to go into work and be like, can you believe this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, because like, I'm holding on to it. we like that sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Wow. But there's so many lessons and stuff like that. Like even looking back on, I think that's the power of of living a life where you're easily impressed and influenced. And I don't mean easily like crud can influence Mm -hmm. you. But you here we are talking about this and you're looking at something that happened in traffic and there's a lesson in it. Just like that. Something so simple, like a guy that's conified and almost hits you. And and it is a mess on 66 right now. It's just a mess. It's there are cones everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what lanes are what, and it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. And so even to find our exit, like yes, I was like, there are four thousand cones here. But then I could see the little okay. This yeah. has been paved. This has been paved. This is not. This is yeah. my exit. It's mm. it's now, Nate, I have a question. Did you sure. did you want to punish yourself at all? When you felt like, okay, this anger, anxiety, did that come up at all? <laughs> no, I, it only lasted two seconds. And it was only one word I can't repeat. But but I didn't think to myself, I didn't think to myself looking back like, oh, why, why did that come out of me? I thought to myself, man, I'm really happy. It was just a moment, you know. Yeah. That it, it would be kind of like if someone tripped me and I fell or something and I like fell and it hurt. But I didn't. I don't lay down there all day. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like it's like ah, that hurt. Oh, <laughs> you know, like oh, this is you just lay there like oh, I can't believe I tripped. You know, it's like no, I tripped and I fell. You know, I'm kind of embarrassed that word came out of me. But 
also that's not really I'm, there's no point in holding on to that it's, yeah. again go back to me like what do I want to hold on to do I want to hold on to the fact that I yelled something I didn't want to yell or do I want to hold on to the fact that I sat there and I blessed the heck out of that guy his finances his, his marriage everything I was wow. like he I said, went into I prayer. said yeah, seriously I was interceding mm. for him but I, 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 I thought to myself man the, the, if my words have power and that came out of me whatever who cares I have the I have full control over what I'm going to use with the rest of my mouth and so mm-hmm. it's like I'm going to bless him Dang. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to bless the heck out of him I'm going to go Dang. hard you know for this guy because yeah. he needs it you know so good so it's good yeah. man why did you bring a punishment um well I was thinking about just the whole what Jesus says you know freely you receive freely you give it mm. so like even here in Nate I think even like the next question is like how did you get to that point because obviously like at least from my history with God I, I'm with you there mm-hmm. but it, I didn't always do that yeah. Like I had to receive it from him first. Yeah. Mm. So like mm. like my originally would have been probably five years ago, I would have punished myself there. Where I think a lot of people, depending on their walk with God, do that. Yeah. They punish themselves because I don't know if they've built their history with, I'm just gonna say it, receiving love first. Mm. You know, I, I love the whole we love God, but because we, you know, he, he loved, loved us less. And I mm. feel like sometimes we we forget that one. Mm. You know what I mean? Where I know Nate, I know his intimacy with God, and I feel like he he he's able to do that because he has what don't people don't see is a history with God, mm. a, a romance of him loving God, but God loving him. Wow! You know mm-hmm. where when he's on sixty six, he can he can get over it like that. Wow! Where I think a lot of times I know for me when I when I don't feel perfected and loved, I lose it like that, I lose yeah. that, and I can even go to punishment. I can go to shame. Mm. I can go to condemnation. Mm. Where when you're perfected in love and you're you, you it's easy just to go, not me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right, right. you know, you know. It's like he's encountered because yeah. he's encountered mercy. He gave away mercy. Wow. Because he's yeah. encountered grace. He gave away grace. Wow, that's good. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you have to receive love first, rather than trying to get love. Well, I think so. But my, this is where I'm kind of curious. Like, how do you guys receive? Because I, I, I'm just gonna be honest. Me, me talking to a lot of men. How do you receive being loved by God? I think even you brought up, like you said because the scriptures say perfected in love. Yeah. And I think we have this idea and we define being perfected like the word perfect. Oh yeah, like like you you know be perfect <laughs> in love, be perfected in love. But if we really think about that word it actually means most of the time in scripture it means matured. Yeah. Matured. But what does maturing mean? It's not like I'm maturing. I mean, I'm way far ahead of you guys chronologically yeah. in age. And so, but I'm still maturing. Mm. Won't I mature until the day I leave the planet? Mm. I'll mature physically, emotionally. Oh, it, we call it the aging process. We always give it negative terms, you know, but it's maturing. That's and we're good. maturing even in understanding love because some of like, I'm listening to that story, you know, your thought. Punishment isn't really where the love is when we correct our children. The love is the lesson that. That's not profitable for you. Mm. So, so there's your your day is going to be different. Yeah. Like maybe it's a timeout, or when I was a teenager, restriction. You know, you you can't go on dates, or you can't drive for a week, whatever. Um, and it, the the love wasn't the punishment. The love was you need to mature in this is not good for you. This is good for you. Because yeah. I was thinking about that this morning. Even I got up really early because I had that dream and I was just like, I was pumped because you know I love to be with you guys. And so I was just thinking about this and I was thinking about how gracious is God that building us to be impressionable beings was love. That he never wanted us to get bad impressions come on us, bad influence, but he built us so that we would begin to see life as a loving experience, maturing, being perfected in love, being perfected in the fact that we matter, we're worthy, 
there's intention, you mm-hmm. know, that he has mm-hmm. for us. So I think even that to to begin to see the places of love in life that we always think love is the two people coming together and expressing something. Mm-hmm. Right. But sometimes it's just us alone in life, but not really alone because of God. Mm-hmm. And him letting us learn lessons. That's good. In the safety of a protection that often we're scared spitless and don't feel. Yeah. Wow. But it's there. Yeah. That's good. But it's there cuz like Aside from the lesson of your reaction to the guy, mm. you were protected. He didn't hit you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So how many times do we all act like lunatics, drive crazy, but the people around us are protected? We don't run into them. They don't run into us. I mean, yes, there are accidents. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, once you learn certain things about God, I mean, Neil, Pop, and I always say to each other, blessing and protection. Mm-hmm. On our day, as we when we part, we hug blessing and protection. And it's not just a habit, but it's a good habit like Gavin was talking yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's part of that engages our faith, our agreement that we're both going to walk in the love of God, but we're not together. And so we're just trusting, blessing on each other's lives for safety, for whatever. Mm-hmm. But in that, I mean, like perfected, don't we immediately you think be perfect. Don't mess up. Don't mess yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Performance. Don't we? Performance. What is that? We go to performance. We go to performance when actually love <sighs> is always happening. I mean, God is loving people on the planet mm. that don't even know he exists. Mm. Yeah. Which is why when our attitudes change and we have conversation with people and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. That reaction was funky. Sorry yeah. if I hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. There's things happening there that's more than just an apology. Like yeah. we, It's polite to apologize. Mm-hmm. It's more than polite. Yeah. Yeah. It reconnects. Mm, that's good yeah right absolutely but then pride tells us well you were the one that was right yeah Yeah. right isn't it but we're still being perfected we're being perfected i like that we're being matured we're being matured it's so true yeah i mean i don't look at a tomato and and get well sometimes i get mad like if i if i like go to you need to ripen faster yeah it's like hurry (laughs) up i'm ready to eat it but then i miss out on the other ones that already are mature that i can grab and start eating yeah but that's really good yeah how do you receive love I don't know. Like, well, can I say ahead. with that maturing process, Levi changed everything I see about yeah. maturing. Because I remember when he was learning to use a fork, I learned to use a spoon. I was never mad at it. Mm-hmm. I was not once ever like, hurry up and learn to use a mm-hmm. fork. You know, like where he's at. I'm like teaching him. I'm giving a fork. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is how I use it. And he makes messes. It doesn't bother me. You know, right? Me, I'm not like a. Like, sometimes it'll bother Megan, but I'm like, they can make a mess. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, but for me, it didn't bother me. And it changed everything because sometimes I hear something from God and I'm like, I have to know it right now. Right. Like, he'll yeah. hand me a fork for the first time right. in my life mm-hmm. and I'll be like, why am That's I not good. an expert? Yeah. I got to exactly. be perfect. Dude, like yeah, said. for sure. Perfect. Seriously. Yeah. But the, I want to do it right. The only thing that got him to be able to use a fork now and almost a knife is fathering. I would father him. Mm-hmm. I would take him, and when he made a mess, I'd clean it up, and I'd show him again, and, and he met, and it's like there was there was a process of him being fathered, and then he, he and then he matured. Wow! And there was things he couldn't handle, like at that time he couldn't have a knife because he could he would just grab it, like he'd cut himself, yeah. you know. But like, but it was a matter of maturity, and sometimes like with me, I don't always give myself that grace, mm. and and also I take a different picture of a father. I think that's like. It's hard for me to receive correction from God sometimes. Sometimes I'll avoid that conversation mm-hmm. because in my being raised, correction came with a really harsh punishment. Gotcha. And they're two separate things. Mm-hmm. Correction, I don't think, is punishment. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. And when, when I'm correcting, leave it. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And you, he corrects those who he loves. But, like, but in my head, when I was growing up, being fathered looks like, oh, you messed up? Okay, now you deserve... And sometimes even because they're angry... You know, it was like, oh, it was yeah. like, it was As a lot parents, of other stuff going angry. in. You know, yeah. it was like, wait, it was a mix, but they were saying correction, but really it was like, this is just 
not that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. then when I go to have a conversation with God, because that place hasn't been healed, I'm hesitant. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that actually. And and, and by avoiding correction, I'm avoiding maturity. Yeah. By avoiding correction, I'm avoiding being fathered. And I never learned how to use a fork. And then I'm dangerous with a knife. You wow. Know? For my own self right. and for other people. Right. You know? So what's like the importance of being mature? Like, I, I think that? I think with mature, I mean, at least with Levi and a fork and a knife and stuff, the more mature he is, the more I can trust him with. And for his own benefit and for people on the earth, because oh. he'll grab a knife, but he'll also stab me. You know, I've seen him like as soon as he gets a knife when he was younger, we're like, wave that thing around, like, whoa, that's not safe. And sometimes <laughs> people ask, like, I want a wife so bad, or I want a husband so bad. Oh, and it's wow. like you're using it for yourself, mm. or it's dangerous for somebody else. Just because you're not the maturity level. And yeah. it's not that he doesn't want you to have a wife or yeah. not want you to have a husband or not want you to have this job, but it's like, you know, you look at Moses in the Bible and he hit the rock twice. Sorry, that's probably this might be too deep. Keep going, like, no, this is good. Yeah. But but the first time he hit the rock, sorry, so the first time he hit the rock, that was prophetic of hitting Jesus, the rock. In, in you know life coming out of that, right? The second time, we're only supposed to speak to the rock. Jesus didn't get beat twice. Once overall, he got beat. And so when, when Moses wasn't walking in that, but then he was supposed to lead people into the promised land, that level of thir- authority could be so dangerous for people walking into a whole new realm, or a whole new world of like, oh, this is a promised land. I provided it for you. You just get to enjoy what I've done. It's no, you know, it's like that level of authority is dangerous for him to walk in. Does that make any sense? Yeah. No, I feel like sometimes I walk, I don't walk in that maturity, but I'm I'm being invited to new places. And it's like God is having to prune things away from me that if people perpetuate or follow that I'm being trusted with, then it could be dangerous for everyone. Right. Unless I'm mature. Right. That's really good. You know what I mm-hmm. thought about when you were talking about Levi with a fork, spoon, learning to use his utensils is coordination. Mm. I mean, isn't that life, all the different things in life provide us with exercise Mm -hmm. you know what the way to exercise human relationships how to behave with people how to father how to mother how to be friends (coughs) how whatever it is and so we gain coordination like physically as he's maturing using you know eating utensils he's getting more coordinated Mm, and so he's less dangerous (laughs) unless he intentionally wants to like you know take it yeah which we can all do. And when we get angry, sometimes even when we're coordinated, yeah. we still misuse our words yeah. because we're like, I know what I'm not supposed to do right now, Jesus, yeah. but I'm like, mm, I'm going to get it off my yeah. chest. And so those are the times where we're not meaning to be unloving, but we are being unloving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think when we learn that loving others is actually love toward ourselves, Because mm-hmm. I think we can, never, we can never lose sight. This is my heart that I get from scripture. We can never lose sight of sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping is such a gift. God made um, right and wrong very simple for us. Mm-hmm. Right and wrong with him never really was, I want you to be well-behaved, not naughty. That was never the issue for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about be a good girl, not a bad girl. It was, I want you safe and healthy, mm-hmm. not you know, unsafe, doing whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And therefore putting yourself in danger. I mean, like even when I was, you know, running around <clears throat> behaving wrongly, using drugs or whatever, um, God wasn't wanting to smack me into shape so that I would actually look more Christian. Mm-hmm. He that was dangerous for me. First of all, you know, what I used, but second of all, driving vehicles. I mean, there are there are times, even with prescription medications, some people should not be driving cars, but they are <laughs> in our society. But I mean, all of these kind of things actually do come into the realm of love because love is not about right and wrong. Love is about safe. It is what's profitable and what's unprofitable. Mm, mm. That's good. 
I think that's the key because when you yeah. say God is love, that is really spooky to a lot of people because they say, look at the planet. Yeah. There are children dying. There are people being killed. There are continents with no water. How is God loving? But they've taken out that the beings made in his image are not tending and keeping wow. the planet properly. But it's not they're being naughty. It's they're misguided. Mm. Yeah, I mean, good. doesn't isn't that to say misguided rather than wicked and horrid? I mean, I know some of the translations of the Bible use those words, but that's why when you begin to learn the character and nature of God, you read the Bible differently. Yeah, like just because people translated it with certain English words for us mm -hmm. or whatever your language is, doesn't mean that's exactly how God intended it. Mm, yeah, that's good. His intention was when he inspired the original writer. Yeah, but even then, it's still. It's inspiration going into a human vessel that we all know they have filters too. Yeah. Mm. But mm. isn't that's the place? Yeah. We pausing. Wait. Oh, flip the tape. Oh, flip the tape. We're back. Filters. You said we have some filters. Oh, We're the back. filters. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even that, like, I think every, a lot of the things that we'll say, these are our challenges in life. I don't think there's any aspect of how we act as humans that God didn't have a measure of intention in, like filters. He did give us filters, but in intimacy with him, you talk a lot about intimacy with God. And so when we're, when we're close with God and when we read the Bible, we read it with God. We let him help us interpret how it will affect and influence our life. Um, filters can be good, but sometimes because of misguided upbringing you know like it's so it's so tough sometimes because i had great parents but they weren't perfect right because they weren't matured in some aspects of truth they were earlier in the christian heritage that i have you know and so that i've had i've had the opportunity for a lot of different teaching so filters sometimes because we've had people that led us or were authority figures that were misguided then we get filters because it hurt us and so we start filtering things through our own experience. And so then things that God actually intended to be safety precautions right. become challenges for mm, us. That's mm. good. And I think even that, you know, if we can help people, because that's always my heart, to help all people know that God already loves and has accepted you. I mean, he's willing to take you into his family and I think if we always in the church present this picture of love, that God is going to demonstrate love only toward the ones that are well-behaved. Mm. I mean, would we as parents? I mean, and the scripture says we, out. <laughs> it, we who, you know, are natural parents, yeah. we do good for our children, but we don't do, I mean, God's bigger than us. Yeah. So mm. his intention toward all mankind is always good. Mm. I mean, even if someone is convicted of crime and goes to jail yeah maybe it's the safe place because then they won't come in another crime mm. and they can be rehabilitated i mean some things we put in these boxes rehabilitation you know even born again i mean sometimes we don't even allow the love of god into this whole new birth experience mm. it's just so you can get a ticket yeah, to go yeah. one place and not another or mm. change behavior come on. Mm, yeah or Dang. make god look good please that's my biggest box Wait, what do you mean on. what is that Make you God know, people good. thinking, oh. you know, like get born again and behave yourself and be a good Christian oh, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. God will look good. God doesn't need help looking good. <laughs> like like <laughs> looking good for other people? Yeah, yeah like to, for people to think he's good. Like if I behave good, you're going to think God's good. What? 
wow. But I mean, like, like he's one of those kind of parents that mm, just wants yes, his family yes, to look good to the world. Yeah. God. To prove like, that like, he's like, God. Like trophy yeah. kids. Yeah. Yes. Trophy, trophy kids. kids. Trophy kids. Oh, yeah. Take the roof off, trophy kids. What, what is that? It's like a. I love that. It's good. Oh God! I Never heard say that names. before. Oh, okay, it's like when a a father doesn't make it to the NFL, mm-hmm. and yeah. so his Live he looks at his kid like you're gonna make it to the NFL, and the kid yeah. makes it to the NFL, and then it's like I did that, you know, yeah. the father. Oh, that's like my the, kid. That's yeah. my kid, you know. It's not good. But it's based on well, if the kid doesn't make it to the NFL, it's then all what? based on performance. Oh wow! Well, how's God then? How's God? Performance. You're already the trophy. Uh, already, you, yeah. you you come in as a trophy. That's You're already so perfected. That's a good point. That's so beautiful. But even yeah. like letting, because we keep saying like letting him love us, what does that look like? Yeah. For me, sometimes I think letting God love me is <clears throat> self-acceptance. Ooh, and a lot of people, good. A lot of people, that. Lot like of people that. diss that. Like, yes. you know, don't get so self-centered. Mm. Well, the Bible says love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. you, if you don't love yourself, you can't even love your neighbor. Those are the kind of things that so many people in church, the church world, won't look at. Um, self-acceptance. God doesn't want us to constantly beat ourselves up. If there's something messed up, like, let me make it a really girl thing. Like when I was, my big sister taught me how to wear makeup. And so in the beginning, you know, I I wasn't like thinking I'm trying to perform, but if I didn't know how to put on eyeliner or mm-hmm. mascara or to use the stuff to put, you know, to make my face look like I wanted it to look, she would help me with that. Right. You know, and so to look at that relationship, it wasn't Deb trying to make me better to make herself look good. She was just helping me. There was a relationship there. And I think sometimes the actual relationship, like I wasn't going to beat myself up because I couldn't do makeup as good as my sister who's four years older than me. Mm -hmm. This is so funny. But anyways, she taught me how to use an eyelash curler, one of the old-fashioned eyelash curlers. So I did something she told me not to do, which was I put my elbow on the side of my vanity and did it and my elbow slipped ooh, off the vanity ooh, ooh. and it ripped all ooh. of my eyelashes. I oh was in gosh. high school. I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, okay. Ripped all my eyelashes out. So do you know how long it takes to grow all your eyelashes? A long time. So I'm <laughs> like looking like Did I you have rip no... the other one too? Are you leaving? No, it just one. You said a long time. Just one. Thank goodness. So I tried to like, you know, put this eye toward people. But anyway, <laughs> um, my point being like, you know, she felt so bad. And so this whole experience, but I had to I had to accept myself. And I think as we're maturing in love, yeah. maturing in life, when we start being kind, not just about when people seem to be well-behaved or do what we like, but kind when things don't go the way we thought they should. Right, yeah. You know, I think that's mm. part of learning love, loving myself, saying, you know what, I'm just human. I make mistakes. And then when I look at other people to say, you know, they're just human too. Mm. Yeah. That's and good. they make mistakes. Wow. And mm. I'm good. I'm just human and I had an upbringing with parents. I had a very strict dad, so authoritarianism mm-hmm. came into everything that I did as I grew. So I learned to hide what didn't match yeah. up with the yeah. standard of our home. That's good. Yeah. So I wasn't a good girl, but my parents thought I was. Yeah. Wow. Mm. For sure. And so you learn these patterns <clears throat> and I think if we would all <clears throat> excuse me, if we would all realize we're all doing the same stuff. Mm. The people in the church, the people in Christ, are doing they're they're navigating planet Earth, just like the people that don't know him yet. Wow. And I think that's so important, don't you? That yeah. that's how we learn about love. Like love isn't always something that makes you feel fuzzy. Sometimes you have to be selfless and so you'll feel 
inconvenienced. You guys did a podcast mm. on inconvenience once. was wrecked me. But sometimes that is such a manifestation of love, but you don't realize till later when you yeah. think back and say, you know what? I'm going to be proud of myself because I really didn't want to do that. Yeah. And I didn't do it to perform, but I knew it was good for that person. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And that's actually a sign of maturity. Yeah. yeah. Being willing yeah. to celebrate yourself in these little accomplishments. Right. Right. Where the opposite of that would be, hey, can you affirm me right now? Mm -hmm. That's right. actually a sign of immaturity. That's good, Rob. Yeah. So that's that's actually important. And I think that's how you build self-acceptance right. is mm -hmm. celebrating the little accomplishments that you right. got. So to me, it's like, well, then what what defines an accomplishment with God? Like, how do you know when you actually succeeded in something when it comes to God? Because like, how do I know I was actually kind to this person? How do I know I actually love this person? Does that make sense? Like, question. are there any indicators or anything? It's a good question. Like, what's your question? Is like, how do you know you're doing well in love? Yeah, how do you know you're actually loving somebody? Mm. Is it because I said I love you? Or is it because I smiled at you? Is it because I hugged you? Is it because I tolerated you? Like, Actually, that's really good because mm. I think a lot of people say, like, love is love. And they'll be yeah, like, love and they'll say things. Nice. Yeah, for sure. And mm -hmm. they'll say, like, oh, well, you don't accept what I believe. And so mm. you're not loving me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well... If Levi believes that, you know, this knife won't stab me. <laughs> and then he throws and, it. And, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm saying, okay, I'll accept your belief. You can just stab me. In the... That's not love. Mm. How is that love? If he's going to stab himself in the neck with a knife, and I'm just like, well, if that's what you believe, I'll just accept that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's not, to, that's not to separate anyone's, like, beliefs or anything, but, but the heart, I think, I don't want to dive too deep. I don't know if we should go too deep in this. Go ahead. We can. Okay. I think the heart in when people have different beliefs is they feel so they feel like their beliefs are equal to who they are. They find their identity mm -hmm. in their beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to separate if you don't accept my belief and you don't accept me as a person. Right. And it's like right. by by not That's saying no point. to me, you're saying sorry, by saying no to me, you're saying no to who I sorry, by no, saying no to my opinion. It's like, oh, you don't like Papa John's? All right, well, you're rejecting me as a person. It's like, wow. no, I actually love you. And that's why I'm saying your opinion is not about Papa John's, but about stabbing yourself in the neck, you know? And it's so hard to separate people's opinions and people's beliefs from their identity nowadays that it's like, it's it's yeah, um, you can't even have a conversation. No, seriously, you yeah, can't because point, like, man. oh, I believe something different. It's like, oh, automatically you hate me. It's wow. like, no, no, I actually love you, and that's what I'm saying. Let me. It's like, no, 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 no. Right. You know. Right. Right. Wow, that's true. I mean, doesn't God do that with us though? Like, I know I didn't even believe him when I right before I got born again. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know if he really did love me or he really did exist. And right. like, he wasn't like, oh well. You cursed me out. Yeah, it's yeah. like too bad, you know. Like I can't, I can't come, in, I can't come and live inside I, you anymore. And I, I kind of say, I'm not even, I'm not saying yeah. it to be divisive. I'm no, not absolutely. That to be, I'm not trying to say that to be like, oh, we got it right, or someone else is wrong. And that's not the heart of that. Right. Not, if anything, it's to say I want to bring unity between yes. different people who are like, oh, I don't believe in this. It's like, no, my, uh, you know, See, our hearts are the same. Point. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I think that we have this. This misidea, this this subtle wrong idea that we can't walk with people unless we see things the same. Right. Mm. And that's the epitome of division. Yeah. That's that good. unless we see everything exactly the same. Because you said, Rolf, like how do we know we're being loved by God or how and I think that's where scripture is so powerful because one of the things that Jesus said is that I will give you a peace that the world cannot even compare to. Cool. And so I think that mm. some of when we learn to be at peace with we're not loved by God and, and he doesn't want us to be loved by others because we do it right or believe like them, but simply because we're worthy of acceptance. Yeah. 
Now, when you start flowing in something like that, that kind of love, that's agape love from God. That's the God kind of love that doesn't just do what the one loved wants, but what's best for that one yeah, love. Oh, wow. And see, that's the God kind of love. And really that in, in maturing believers and maturing the planet and humans, God is wanting to do that, that there wouldn't be wars if you sat down and had discussion and agreed to disagree. And then prayers went, you know, like we prayed prayers like, Lord, I don't see it. And I've done this with leaders above me before. Like I would sub have a submissive attitude, but think like, I'm, I'm not totally sure with that, Lord. But one of us, you know, we see it differently. One of us may be right and one of us may be wrong. So I'm just praying that open the eyes of our understanding, you know, and I resist division yeah. because I, yeah. I think we just so easily mm. part. Like if in, in, if in marriage, I mean, I would not have a 45 year marriage if every time me and Neil disagreed, yeah. we split. Yeah. I mean, because honestly, it's a, a woman and a man. There's a lot of stuff we're never going to see it the same. Yeah. yeah. But the power in our relationship is putting both perspectives together in union with the power of the love of God in the middle of it. Now you're talking magic stuff. Mm. This is supernatural. I, so many people, they want to see miracles, want to see this, want to see that. And with the supernatural. And I'm like, the simplest miracle is the acceptance of God. God accepts me in spite of the fact that Kathy's a trip and a half. As much, I mean, I've got decades in this beautiful biblical truth. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me, but I'm a trip still. Now, I've grown and matured in a lot of things, but I still got some flaws. I still got some misguided perceptions. And I can't think of one offhand but that's because it's misguided. So I think it's right. <laughs> right? So I'm yeah. not, I can't think about that I'm wrong when I don't know I'm wrong. Yeah. But, but can't love, I mean, this is, this is what I love. Okay, we love that verse. Love covers the multitude of sin. Oh, gosh, yeah. Love covers the multitude of sin. What does that even mean? First of all, we don't even define sin correctly. Hmm. We make sin everybody's deeds. Yep. Sin is simply separation from God. When you separate from the one who created us, mm -hmm. you're capable of anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, a child taking a knife and hurting someone. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're capable of anything mm -hmm. separate, thinking separate from him. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a horrible thing to think, but we are, and yet we judge everybody for the way they think. Mm -hmm. And yet we think as crazy as they do. We just don't say it. But mm -hmm. Jesus said, if you think it in your head, you've as good as done it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, and he didn't say that to bring condemnation. He yeah. said that to bring safety. Come on. That your thoughts really do matter. When I was a kid, and I think I've, I've probably said this to you guys so many times, to everybody, they used to tell us, sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. There was never a larger lie told. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so true. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Words are so powerful. I mean, even words like when, when you're in an, not an argument or a disagreement. <coughs> Pardon me. To say... I don't see it like that, but it's we're okay. Yeah. We okay? That's you know, so like good. you hear people yeah, like yeah. when they're talking to each other, yeah. we okay. Like yeah. I know we just had this huge disagreement, but we, we're okay, right? Yeah. Because I think so many, so many times that exactly what you said, we think everybody's got to see things the same, mm -hmm. and that's why there's so many denominations. Yeah. That's, that's why, so like. Well, if you talk in tongues, you're wrong. If you talk in tongues, you're right. If you don't talk in tongues, you're wrong. If you if you don't believe everything in the Bible, well, I believe everything in the Bible that I can understand and mm. how to believe, mm. but there's some things I just don't get yet. You ever read the Bible and you're like, what? I don't get it. Yeah. All the time. And I will tell Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I will say, you know, Jesus, you, I think you brought me to this place. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> and, and then I feel like he's sort of given me this perspective. 
sometimes it's good to go to places where you don't understand because God wants to give understanding. Exactly. But And so if you won't admit, God, like, it doesn't matter what I can teach. I don't understand this. Yeah. And so he'll say, it's okay, Kath, because you don't have a place for me to drop the revelation of that yet. Yeah. So that's why he has me walk with all my people mm-hmm. and, so and have an openness and receptivity to other people coming into it. Yeah. You know, I've sat with people and talked to them and I learned things from them and they don't see things exactly like, you know, I mean, with mm-hmm. your family and yeah, stuff. Sure. And, and I've had conversations and beautiful conversations that are still treasures yeah. in my heart because I, I love accepting people. I'm no longer ashamed that I don't always accept everything they believe. That's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And, and I won't lie to them. I'll say, I, I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really see you. Mm-hmm. You know, good. like that's powerful to look at people gracious, and present. Yeah. Like I see you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. isn't that God? Like, that, isn't that what He does? See, that's because that's we God. said yeah. love. We're taking the roof off love. Yeah, God is love. Yeah, yeah. we've like, made love this feeling and this right. doing. It's it's mm-hmm. like I love I love how you brought up the and it actually makes me feel good because every time I read the Bible, I'm like, I thought I knew this and I know yeah. nothing, and then God will be like okay, then I got to leave you alone forever because you don't understand this. Right. Because you should be understanding this. Wow. Instead, he's like, oh, okay, it's time to spend time together. Like, mm-hmm. I love the picture you give of you and Levi. Like, yeah. you weren't like, you can't use the you can't use the knife yet. I already showed you, uh, you the fork. I already showed you mm-hmm. one time. You only had one time to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I just think about my, my upbringing and how, like, mm-hmm. oh, man, my dad, he would be like, I love him so much. We're, like, best friends now, you know? Right. But, like, he was like, I'm going to show you one time how to right. check the oil on your car. Yeah. And I'm like in so much fear and anxiety because I'm like, if I don't learn this right yeah. the first time, I'm I have I'm I'm gonna mess up the car, yeah. you know. And he's like, one time, one time, and I don't even pay attention because I'm already in my brain thinking about how I'm gonna mess this up yeah. in the future. And then he's like, all right, that was it. And I was like, I missed the whole thing. Like I missed the whole thing being in my thoughts. And then the time that my car, the engine is rumbling, and I'm like, what is going on? I don't know how to check the oil. I'm too afraid to go and ask him. Mm. And be like, hey, yeah. can you show me again how to do it? Mm-hmm. Where God's like, it's not just the one time. I'm going to teach you over and over and over and over. I'm going to cover you. I'm going to mm-hmm. cover you until we get to a place where you can actually perform this without me. Right. Not without me, but without the fear yeah. of messing up or not understanding it. Yeah. I just really love the example you gave with you and Levi. Yeah. Like, such mm-hmm. a great picture. So has that switched, like with you and God? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, before it was like... He taught me once, I can never forget this. Like, right. you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, if I forget this, then it's over, you know? And now God's like, no, I don't, I don't mind talking to you over and over again. Mm. And, wow. uh, or communicating over wow. and over again this, this, which I love because in that, what it does in my brain is it builds a habit. And Pastor Gavin spoke about that on right. Sunday. Right. It builds a habit between him and I, and it recreates a brand new neural pathway in my brain. So it's like, now my brain knows exactly where to go because him and I have discussed it over and over and over again. Right. But, but it started from, hey, I love you. And I actually put a brain inside of you that, and you're actually smart. You right. know? So like what I love Capable. about God is God talks to your identity yeah. first. And then from there, he's like, okay, here yeah. are all the seeds. Here are all the things of doing. You are capable yeah. of doing this. You know? And so I love the way that God operates. So how do you receive love? I feel like first you spend time with God and he affirms your identity. Right. And when he affirms your identity, Pastor Gavin says all the time, he creates a nesting, <laughs> he creates a place yeah. for him to be able to come in and put the little baby chickens, the little baby ducks, the little right. baby eggs. And then not only that, but he also incubates them, takes care of them. And then once they hatch, it's like, it's just this growing process, it's a maturing mm-hmm. process, but it starts with who am I yeah. and what is my identity? 
So to receive his love, it's like you open up scripture and you figure out who you actually are. That's here. good. There it is. Um, so I just, I really wanted to answer that. How powerful is it's that good. though? Just even like what you're saying to you, that God says to you over and over, I'll keep walking with you in this until you mature in it. Until, yeah. You know, you, you get coordinated in it. How powerful for us to give that to other people because exactly. aren't we literally basically demonstrating or imparting God himself, the love of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we begin to walk with people differently instead of expecting them to catch it quick. I mean, there's a lot of principles of the goodness of God that if you haven't grown up with that, it's mm-hmm. not easy to see. Yeah. When you've grown up seeing you know, all the paradigms in the world, seeing the hurt, the harm, the wickedness, the ugliness, really the ugliness of things mm-hmm. in the world and how humans treat each other, it's hard to I mean, it just looks like a concept that you have no context for. Yeah. And yet when we demonstrate, because when Father God demonstrates that to you, when you demonstrate to Levi, there is is something that engages our entire being, not just a brain or a body, but feelings, emotions, because relationship is built out of all of it together. I mean, a hug is wonderful, but if if we hug somebody and there's no love behind it, there's not really care behind it, Mm -hmm. then it can almost be like not cool like a yeah. yeah i mean i i have been hugged by people that weren't pure and you know like a man or something and not a judgment of them just an observation you know it doesn't feel right mm. you know so when we walk with people through some of the same stuff i mean as parental figures or guides or spiritual leaders shouldn't we walk with people mm. pastor barry taught me kind of that aspect in the more human sense, because I remember when I was getting ready to take over things in the training center, and and I was I was so scared because I said I'm not ready, and he said, "You'll never think you're ready." Mm-hmm. I say you're ready because wow. God has told me to put it in your hands, so and so I trusted God and I trusted Him. And what He said to me was, "You are going to make mistakes. I don't want you to be afraid of it." Yeah. He said, "When you do, and the wheels fall off, I'm right here." So good. So good. And so literally to say the wheels fall, I was like, I wasn't afraid. I just thought, okay, my father, my spiritual father believes mm-hmm. I can do this. And just the interaction, see, that's what love does. Love is not some term or something we can define with words. It's actually us releasing to love, being loved, if we really believe we're accepted by God. It's yeah. kind of like what we've, the four of us have been talking about. Faith works through love. Yeah. Faith actually is not our second nature. It's really our first nature. We were built in relationship with God. I mean, we weren't built separate. We were built in relationship with him. Yeah. I mean, children, they make choices, but they're born. That's why I love what you all do in children's ministry. Sow the seed in there. Because then it'll be such a quick switch for them to Mm -hmm. say when the thoughts come, whatever. Yeah. Crazy wrong thoughts. They'll say, no, no. That's not who I am. Yeah, that was that was a big one for me. Big, like, like he thinks big. no evil. Yeah, like that was so hard. Of like, you mean he never has an evil thought about me? That's yeah. so good. Yeah, Even never. when I, are you sure? <laughs> you know, yeah. like that was the one for me. Like yeah. I had to go back in the Isaiah fifty four where he says, "So I will never be angry with you, but my kindness right. will never." I'm like, no, that's good. But that was that it's was hard like to kindness. comprehend. Yeah, kindness. Well, you know, and I think too, it's like uh, God has no insecurity. 
Yeah. Like God is so yeah, secure in so himself. Big. And so like, uh-huh. as we were talking, I, I started putting the pieces together with my dad. You know, even right now I was like, God, what's up with that? Like, why you only show me one time? Like, did he think I was dumb? And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with yeah, him as a father yeah. and what he was taught. But also he, um, he was afraid to communicate with you more than once. He was afraid mm. to be a bad teacher. He was afraid oh, that, you know, man. to teach you this. And then like mm. 20 years later, like 10 years, 15 years later, him and I are having a conversation about something. And in love, I had to tell him no, because it wasn't beneficial for me and my family. It wasn't going to be beneficial for him. I, God was telling me the capacity that he actually has. And if I would have bailed him out on this thing, God would never be real to him there. Mm. So out of love, I had to say no. And it was like the hardest thing. Like my yeah. heart broke, you know, and. Mm. Um, and then we didn't speak for a little bit. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, he calls me and he's like, hey, these are all the solutions I came up to that problem that I needed bailed out for. And I was like, but Pop, like, what's up with that? Like, what's really going on? And I started asking him why. And he was like, I failed you as a father. Aww. And I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, I let the fear of communication stop me wow. from finding these solutions with you, finding these solutions with your brother, finding solutions with your mother. And it was like this insecurity he had to communicate. Like for me now, full circles of like, man, he was so afraid to communicate this topic wow. so bad with the oil wow. change that he was like, one time, I, I have wow. enough courage for one time. Mm-hmm. Where like God's love cast out perfect fear. You know, it's like God is so secure with himself that he's like, wow. you know, I'm willing to try over and over and over again because there's no fear or insecurity in his being or his communication that is so powerful Mm. that like listening like i could literally see a puzzle being put together which shows the love of god Mm -hmm. so something happens with your father so you have a paradigm but then you mature in some aspects of your identity and his identity Mm -hmm. and so you say no to him your no to him released the love of god because then he could see what he missed and come to you and so you guys were drawn even tighter right that to me see that's the whole reason i wanted to take the roof off love because you when you did that you grappled with that i remember you grappled with that and and it was like this is not love how can i say no yeah but no was love it was because it put him in god's hand you come on yeah it put him in god's hand and god revealed truth to him so that he could literally come back to you and basically apologize basically say sorry i didn't handle it right but you weren't even judging him. You'd already forgiven him. I did, yes. That's the power man of love. Yeah. The magic of really letting God show us how to walk in it. And that's yeah. it, you know? And in yeah. Luke 6, I was reading, wow. um, I was just reading Luke 6, like, I, I know I brought it up with the genius of Jesus from Earl McManus, mm. how he talked about, like, if someone smacks you, give him the other cheek. Right. And if someone takes your cloak, do this. Right. But it, but really, it was because their enemies, the Jewish enemies, were the Roman soldiers at the time. Mm. They were under oppression. So it was a legit enemy. Like they were literally killing right. their people. They were they were abusing their people, and that's why they create all these rules of if you get hit, you have to. Jesus was like, give him your other cheek because if you respond in anger, if you respond out of out of anger, you're out of your emotions. They have the right to take a sword out and kill you. Oh, wow. So rather than yeah. that, you save your life by saying, yeah. "Hey, it hurt. You know what? I'm tougher than that. You know, mm-hmm. really, I'm willing to love you. I'm willing to love." my life more than the anger that i actually have Mm -hmm. and then same thing with like the cloak they were legally allowed to come and take somebody's coat if they were cold so they're like well if they already took your coat give them something else you know and it was these acts of self-acceptance or these acts of little confidence builders that then led them to a place where they actually get to lose their life lose their possessions but then they actually gain and keep their life you know but i love the bottom of it uh, at the bottom of loose six where it says that 
It says, if you are kind, then you are a son of the Most High. If you mm-hmm. love your enemies, then you are the son of the Most High. And that word son is the same word that Jesus actually loved to be referred by. That, that Hebrew Greek word that they use there, that original language, is the same word that Jesus loves to be referred by. It's the same word that they use for the Messiah. It's the same word they use for humble, for low, for, uh, for a wow. receiver from the Father. It's really cool. <laughs> so it's saying if you act in love, if you act in His kindness, then you are the son of the Most High. And, and even when I was communicating with God, he was like, the most high means you get my perspective. Yeah. The whole point mm-hmm. of being my son is you get my perspective. And so like with my whole mm-hmm. dad thing, it's like I chose to say no, but I wasn't evil about it. I wasn't like, right. no, you hurt me. You didn't teach me. No. It was like, hey, I feel my heart. No. Right. And then he didn't respond right. He didn't respond in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I was still like, hey, I, I, I still love right. you. You're right. still my dad. It's still right. cool. And in that place, I became a son. I became low enough to receive whatever criticism he had but then I, I but the power of being a son was i was able to turn wow. to the most high and be like how do you feel about this mm-hmm. and he didn't show me the full picture because i had no place in my little heart for it at the time but the full picture is right here right now like yeah. being able yeah. to piece everything together <laughs> and understand that all things work together for his good and my good so i think loving gives us a higher perspective it does yeah okay for the Sorry. tape or from the tape, Jack, uh, Jack, Jack, any last questions? Do you have any questions? You want me to ask? It's good. I think, I mean, even here, I was just listening to everyone. I was like, man, I think a, for me, a big check mark hearing everyone, and we, we use this term fathered by God. Yeah. And yeah. I think if you want to know if you're being fathered by God, hearing all your stories, how do you handle mistakes? Mm. Is that the question to us? No, I, I think oh, for all of yeah. us. I mean, yeah. that, that's really yeah. how do you do it when you yeah. make mistakes? Yeah. You know, that's really no, because I think. We all can be fathered by God when we're doing the right thing, but it's right. actually when you miss it that you get to truly be right. fathered by God Himself if you know you're accepted. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And I think a key is you have to, like sometimes we wait for someone else to prove to us that we're loved, but if we will accept ourselves because God has already, He first loved us, even when you don't know what that means, to sort of let your guard down and just let go and allow life to teach lessons. There it is. Knowing that. We're, he never leaves us. He's never really apart from anyone. Yeah, ever, yeah. I mean, he's around. The earth is, like, God's not in this earthly realm. This earthly realm is in God. Mm. He's that big. Mm. And so I think, you know, in taking the roof off love, if if we can say to everyone, just let it be a little simpler for you That's than good. always trying to accomplish well-behaved treatment of others. Just begin to let yourself see there's good in you and then you begin to see there's good in other people and our lives so put simple. together magnify all of that mm-hmm. when we choose to think kindly mm-hmm. choose to react kindly even if inside we're thinking i want to rip your brain out right now mm-hmm. but to say that's just anger that's mm-hmm. that yeah. person whatever think the best mm-hmm. yeah it's good yeah it's, it's good. hard sometimes but yeah it's really it's really hard yeah but i think that's why we need the, his his perspective. We need right. him because he knows exactly how to say that's it, it. And what to do. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that. Further fathering, right? Yeah. Yes. There's always more to be fathered. That's a scary word for some people. Yeah. Well, I mean, for all of us. Right. For I think every single one of us. But I mean, the word. Like, if you had. I mean, coming to the kingdom, father. when I heard fathered, right. it was it's like, like what? I, I, I had a certain. My filter was I had a tone already with God. Mm. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, go to prayer. Okay. I already have this filter of. Right. Ah! <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where. Like you, he, he, he right? builds the nest with um, yeah. truth. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But I, I was, yeah. this is my last question for you because yeah. I love your story. Like, what caused you to actually lay in the rest? Lay in that nest? Like, were you meditating? Were you, oh, okay, you're being nice to me? Like, what no. What brought the rubber to the where you're like, okay, honestly, oh my God, you're loving me. Honestly, it's just, it's just my testimony of he loved me at the lowest point of my life. Okay. And so I'm like, if he was able to love me when I was the most horrible yeah. person in the world, that I felt I was the most horrible person in the world, then he'll love me no matter what. So for me, like the nest was already mm -hmm. built there, especially because I only had horrible, evil thoughts yeah. about me and people. And then somehow mm -hmm. when I gave my life to him, when I yeah. lost my life to him and he gave me my life back, I finally had good thoughts. Like I actually mm -hmm. was able to think positive. And so I could only, and then somebody just came and they were like, hey, like if you have a good thought, just give it to God. Like say, say thank you, God. It came from you. And I think just acknowledging mm -hmm. that like I could have been, I, I didn't know how to produce a good thought, yeah. but then something actually changed in me when I allow him to come and do it. Yeah. That was the nest. It was just built right there, yeah. you know? So I just, I guess I just believe. I think that's a good point of like the starting point. I know, I know uh, Graham Cook talks about it is everything mm -hmm. where I love how Graham Cook says like he has to say it every day. I am a much loved child of God. Yeah. Yes. So my worst day, yes. even when the spirit of stupid follows yeah, me, absolutely. my starting place is yeah. I'm a much loved child yes. of God, which will always breed the connection. Right. The connection. Where if that nest isn't there, I'm a much loved child of God. There's the we make yeah. it complicate. We make it hard mm -hmm. to go yeah. to this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being loved. Mm -hmm. well, that's a good point. That's but good. I love how you mm -hmm. said. Thanks, Java. So I'm curious what, what everyone's starting point is. Does everyone have a starting point? Like you use that? Do you have like a starting place with God or like how He calls you or a certain thing He, he calls you guys or? The word has always been a biggie for me because cool. I grew up in a family and my grandmother loved the Bible. And so I just always have felt if I go to that book, I'm going to find him. That's good. Because wow. I always saw her find him. Wow. And so the word, you know, I'm not saying it happens for everybody, but the word really does come alive for me. And, and I've always just, because she spoke Jesus to me so much, I, sometimes when I'm at my craziest, I just go for the red ink. Yeah, you know, I get a, a red letter Bible, red and ink. I just go for the red ink. And I like that. I don't care what Jesus says; it always comes to me with peace, even when I don't understand with my brain. For some reason, it has been bred into me that Jesus really is my Savior. He really, He really is. So if I even see anything that He has spoken, um, God just takes me on a path. That's so for good. peace. Always. I love how you said that. The Word. If you open the Word, you know you're going to find them. I always know. So good. That's yeah. Rooster. What's the question? Do you have like a starting point with God of like a mean? connection point to make sure, kind of what you said, like a nesting place where you can go to? Mm -hmm. uh, not that one I can think of like describing. I think it's so it's so weird. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes it'll be so deep and sometimes it'll be just thanking him, you know? Mm. Um, but I think it's it goes back to connection over perfection for me. Yeah. It's on. like one of, the learn, one of the lessons when I first got married to <laughs> Megan I would go into Pastor Bebet's office and be like, what is wrong with us? Why are we doing... And I'm like, okay, give me the rules on how to fix a marriage. Like, how do you fix a marriage? <laughs> and she's like, you, is your goal perfection as a husband? I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> fix it. We and fix things. like, that's not the goal. Like, she, she, she asked me, she was like, she's like, when is, is God like that with you? And I'm like, I don't know. And so then that really changed our marriage. But then I started looking at God different of like, there's so much of our communication or my time in the word or my time in worship or my time in ministry or my time in day-to-day -day life and how I live as a man of God that was centered around, can I get this perfect? Mm. And so whenever I'm off, it's usually I have to go back to that place of, can we connect right now, even though it's not perfect? That's good, Nate. And so like, God, 
what is the other way? Sometimes it is I pick up my guitar. Sometimes it's I put down everything. Sometimes I lay down on my floor. Literally, I have to physically lay down and be like, God, I, I can't do this. Or it's I have to get up and move. You know, I have to go run or do something. But in anything, it's like, how can we connect in this mess or in or in the, in my mistake? Can we connect it right now? And what's keeping us from connecting in it right now? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good, Nate. That was really good. Chuchu, mm. did you say yours, Chavo? Chuchu. Oh, uh, for me, uh, I always he just calls me God's favorite beloved. Like that's always been my my starting point. No matter what, I'm God's favorite beloved. And I you guys know I have that picture of a father and a son. And that to me, that's oh, my yeah. my lowest of lows. So mm-hmm. every day's a good day. So like no matter what, like that's my my foundation. I it's can't good. go any lower than that father and son looking. If you guys don't know, I have a picture of a father mm-hmm. and a son. And it's just the little hand comes up and it's touching the father's mm-hmm. face. So that's so no matter what. And it's in my shower, it's everywhere. So no matter what, like that's as low mm-hmm. as I can go and I can so that's always been my my nest is even my emails God's favorite beloved at gmail dot com. But you know what I mean. But it's like he like that had to be my that's my nest. That's beautiful. That's my nest. So when I hear that God's favorite beloved, it's mm. always been my so good. Be your nest. Oh, for me, um, oh, I, I was I used to be afraid to forget everything. So then I would get journals and like write stuff down, or on my whiteboard I would write stuff down. And then, uh, then it became a habit. Now I'm not afraid to forget it. I just love writing stuff down. And I realized that it's identity. As we were speaking right now, I was like, oh, my nesting is, he always talks to my identity. Mm. So he's like, in this season, the, these are the values that I want you to really stand on right it's now. You know? And then he's like, that's who you are. I so, love it. Could yeah. we ask what values are going on now? Yeah, well. <sighs> we don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right now, right now it's all about uh, self-confidence. And uh, self-acceptance or integrity. That's a big like one. That. We need to take the roof off self-acceptance. Like yeah. we had a men's meet on Saturday, yeah. and like all the men realize, I don't. We don't love each other. Like yeah. we have we such a like hard ourselves. time loving yeah. ourselves. Yeah, like, yeah that'd be stink, a good one. Yeah. Self-acceptance. But we've been taught that that's Evil. selfish. Yeah, that it's what? wrong. Yeah. But wouldn't the enemy do that? Yeah. Yeah. I think God disagrees with our opinion of ourselves. Well, often. totally. <laughs> if he said, love yeah. your neighbor as you yeah. love yourself, then somebody's gotten it wrong. That's it. But we skipped Somebody that lied one. to us. <laughs> we had a men's meeting, and like, yeah. well, I'm sorry, when did this? But like, we talked about that verse, and all the men wanted to talk about how much we love God and then how much we love others. Mm-hmm. But no one wanted to talk about how much yeah. love your, you know, love yourself. Yeah. Like, we all skipped that part, yeah. and everyone was like, do we need to talk about this? <laughs> like it was like, yeah, was like, that's so good. Yeah, that's a big one, mom. That self acceptance so. is huge. Yeah. It really big. is. Yeah, but I it's mean, something yeah. we're all maturing in every yeah, day. Yeah, we're maturing. We're being matured. Which is yeah. why it helps to talk things. You know, like that's we true. hear each other's perspectives. That's good. And then even in that, God's love dwells in our conversations today because there is among the four of us, there's so much trust, and so we always just let go with each other mm-hmm. and yeah. talk truth and we each say different things and even that what's your starting point i mean we would say that to people all of our starting points are different it's different so you have your own you're that unique that you're worth god letting you have a point that's just between you and him come on just between you and him and nobody else has the right to scrutinize it if it brings you peace come on and acceptance (laughs) like uh, okay i'm not as crazy as i thought i'm okay yeah then that's god that's good. That's God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Cool. Um, yeah. Like, comment, subscribe if you've got any words. Uh, yeah. Mama, thank you for coming. Thank you, DC. Oh, Turn the roof off, yeah. love. Yeah. After episode two or three, you know, episode 23, right? Is this 22 or 23? Goodness 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. You're on 21. Wow. Well, I'm Chaba. I'm here with Choo Choo. Wait, am I Choo Choo? 
Your Chaba, I'm nah, Chuchu together. We're Chaba, we're Chaba Chuchu. Chuchu. We got Rooster, Rooster. King Nate, <laughs> and we got Mama PC over there. We love you. Yeah, no roof. Yeah, we love Mama. you. Wait, wait. Jackie Jack, we love Jack. Jack, Jack. Jack, Jack. We love Jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no roof. Uh, we'll see you next time. Love you. <laughs>